Election College episode 300. Hey, it's our 300th episode. Let's throw a political party. Face it, the political scene sucks, but did it always? It's time for Election College, and class is in session. Now, your hosts, Jason Goff and Ben Smith. Oh my goodness, Ben, um, it's our 300th episode. Can you believe that? I can't. It's crazy. Um, I think it's actually more, like, this is the 300th numbered episode, but there were, like, other episodes we didn't number. Like, I think we had an interview one time we didn't number, and... I don't know. We've done like other bonus episodes, but we're going to pretend like this is our 300th episode just for the sake of celebrating. Yeah, because why not? It was in 2015 that we finally decided to go ahead and do a podcast. We had been talking about it for, I don't know, was it a year or two? Oh, it was probably close to a year at least. Yeah. And I had just gotten back from my first social media marketing world, which that's where I'm going to be next week uh-huh. and podcasting. They were talking about it and I was like, okay, I'm going to get back home and tell Ben that I'm sorry that I didn't start sooner. <laughs> and by July 4th week of 2015, we said, let's do it. And we did. Patriotic launch as always. I had podcasted before and it was a totally different time. It's kind of funny how things are now or things are even three years ago, um, or four years ago almost when we started this thing because when I podcasted back in like the late, 2000, late like 2008, 2009, early 2010s, it was like, first of all, there were very few podcasts out there. So you have a good chance of getting a lot of downloads and you know getting some attention. But at the same time, nobody listened to podcasts. So your pool to choose from... Uh, of podcast was very small, but also there were very few people choosing those. So it's a much different time now. Lots of, I mean, there's way more information out there than you could ever hope to consume. And it's just, I don't know, it's cool that people like to consume ours. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. Like, in a lot of the space that I hang out, and I have to say space because when you're involved in social media and that type of thing, <laughs> space makes it sound like you know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. A lot of the people I follow and podcasts I hear about are all about the coaching stuff. Uh-huh. And so I'll be commenting and, or I'll see, you know, forums and things like that. And they'll be like, Hey, do you have a podcast? What's it about? And so many are about coaching and things like that. And I'm the goofball who's like, uh, I podcast with my cousin and we have a history podcast. <laughs> I just want to know, Jason, and we've talked about this before. Who are all these coaches coaching and what are they coaching them to do? Are they coaching them to coach other people to coach people? Yes. So they can coach people to coach people to coach people and start a podcast. Right. So they can teach people how to coach people and hopefully get coaching clients so they in turn can coach people. Right. Crazy. Crazy. No, I, no knock on coaching, that lifestyle for sure. Yeah. I, I'm not coaching anyone, but, you know, if you want to learn how to podcast or something, maybe we can help you out. But Yeah. But we're talking about history, and I think that one thing that I have gained a huge appreciation for is wherever I'm at, 
history plays a big role. I find myself doing a lot more digging into wherever I'm at. Like, I'm trying to think of, for instance, like the Alamo. Uh-huh. I've been really close to the Alamo this week. And my goodness, I've been just diving in to Texas history and Mexican history and finding out why the Alamo happened. And here, our podcast isn't about the Alamo or anything like that. It's about presidential election history or just election history in general. But I find myself appreciating so much more wherever I am. Yes, I would agree with that. And, you know, I've always been interested in history. And I mean, that's one of the things when we were trying to figure out what we were both interested in, both kept, you know, kept coming up for both of us. But it's just cool to like, there are conversations that happen and they're like, oh, well, I mean, even getting into modern politics, they're like, oh, well, this program is good or bad because of this. And I'm like, well, yes, you're right. But do you know the origin of that? And I just like find myself launching into, and and I mean, I try not to, I think I have a pretty good awareness of when people are just bored of me, but uh, I try to like monitor if they're interested or not, but it's just cool (laughs) to see people are like, oh, wow okay, there, there's a background here I didn't know about. And like I said, that could be good or bad either way. But um, it's amazing how many, I mean, I guess it makes total sense, but how many things that are still current in our life were done by presidents, you know, 100, 200 years ago. Yeah, and we've talked about this before. The presidents, um, to a large extent, exemplify that period uh-huh. of time. And sure, you've got your presidents who may not be 100% mainstream, but by and large, they are a reflection of just the the culture and what people in America are looking for Uh in a leader. And you you can say that for better or for worse. And a lot of people try to talk about the present day. And talk about, oh my goodness, how horrible things are and how controversial things are. And I don't know, is this a an ends justifies the means or a self-fulfilling prophecy or whatever? But the biggest thing I've learned is, well, people are people and they've always been messed up. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing really new. Even though some of this stuff is like, oh, this is unprecedented, you know, in any any situation, whether it's local or national or whatever. It's like, well, there was this one time in uh, 1896 where, and you know, it just having a knowledge of history. And I mean, we're preaching to the choir here, right? Our listeners, if they're listening to this episode, they, they give a crap about Jason and Ben. Um, but we're preaching to the choir here in, in saying that. But knowing the past really helps you understand the, the present day. And, you know, hopefully you get a little insight into what could potentially happen in the future. But it's always possible things could change it up a good bit. Yeah, and to a large extent, you can just say, you know what, we're going to be okay. Yeah. I mean, we've had all kinds of constitutional crises, and you know what? People thrived. Um, Some people may not have, but you've got that uh, consistency of inconsistency uh, throughout our history. Yeah. But I'm always returning back to the whole thing of you know what, it's it's interesting, the people, personalities, the places, the things. There's just a deeper appreciation of your surroundings when you understand the history behind it. Sure. Hey, I mentioned our listeners. 
you know, actually tuning into us still. And that makes me want to think like, thank you to our listeners. We've thanked you many, many times and we can never thank you enough. But uh, it's amazing to me. Like usually when a podcast gets rolling, I mean, you, you take a little while to build an audience and then it continues to, uh, to grow from there and you see some good things. But like, you know, when we first started out, we had an immediate audience. It wasn't huge. It wasn't outstanding or anything but it was a it was more than i was expecting and i think both of us and then you know you go forward like two and a half years and you're like okay well we've leveled out pretty good we've got a nice audience this is probably what we're going to have and then it'll start dwindling off you know as we go longer no in the last year we've just seen our numbers continue to grow and um that just you know proves to me that you guys are all telling your friends and spreading the word and we're still doing good things and telling people you know stuff that's interesting uh hopefully or just people feel bad for us because we're you know we're weird cousins and uh, they feel like they have to listen to us but either way we're happy oh Um, man the audience just you know keeps growing and and we've been really blessed uh even if we're not like i mean we're not raking in money we're not raking in power or fame but we're like hopefully there's one little nugget every couple episodes that you can take and and know about so that something else that comes up it sparks that curiosity and i think that's that's really cool yeah and to think ben you became a mayor i know i'm not really sure what that what that was all about (laughs) i i see that you know it just adds to the the magic of the podcast that you actually ran for office and i don't know would do you think that if it wasn't for the podcast you probably would have run for mayor i i can see that in you but um i would think so i mean i've always been interested in in leadership type positions and whatnot so probably but we'll pretend like it was all because of the podcast (laughs) i'll take credit yeah uh for you now um you wouldn't be the first one (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure (laughs) no but it is it is fascinating to me when we look back on these several years because we both have followed somewhat similar paths. We both had full-time jobs when we started the podcast. And then now we kind of make our money doing different things. And we still have full-time know, jobs. They're just different. <laughs> it's just kind of spread out. We don't out. work for somebody else now. Yeah. And and to see, you know, uh, here I am living in an RV. I commented actually commented on a forum from my high school and it said what are you doing now Uh. and (laughs) i don't know i just said i live in a van down by the river (laughs) and it was true hey i saw somebody from my graduating class in high school the other day and they were like hey are we gonna have like a 10-year reunion or anything and i said dude we graduated 13 years ago i doubt we're having a 10-year reunion it's probably it didn't happen (laughs) he goes oh man that's crazy i i thought it was like coming up in another year i'm like yeah that's that's when you graduated from college so yeah i've been out of high school for man it's gonna be 25 years soon yeah you're getting old that makes that does make me like i have friends their kids are getting married yeah i mean i do too but i have old friends yeah yeah talking about history i'm now a piece of history (laughs) a relic well-aged though well-aged piece of history i suppose are you technically an antique i think i'm technically an antique you know if you're an antique then i'm like fossilized that's true 
What else have you learned, Jason, about, like, what's, what's some of your favorite nuggets of history about, you know, presidential stuff that we've talked about? I think for me, gaining an appreciation of the whole uh, concept of being a republic instead of just a democracy. Yeah. Um, and seeing how that plays out today with politicians' rhetoric uh-huh. about what our government is supposed to be. It's kind of like trying to fit, you know, the old square peg into a round hole thing. I I wonder if we were to go back and talk about the purpose of government and how it was established. How many people are really keen to the idea of us being a a republic? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of interesting because even looking back at the Alamo, even this week, uh, learning about that and what was the cause of the Alamo. And I had this understanding that, okay, all of Mexico wanted American people to come and colonize Texas because basically you had this land. You had this big, huge expanse of land. Right. And we want to settle it. So Mexico thought, hey, this is a great idea. Come on over. And then I thought, okay, they want to be independent of Mexico. Well, just realizing that Mexico had recently become independent from Spain and Texas as a state of Mexico wasn't unlike a lot of the other Mexican states because within like a 12-year span... They had gone through, I think it was seven presidents and an emperor. Wow. And everything was in chaos because uh, Santa Ana wanted to basically consolidate power for Mexico, making a strong federal government and taking away power from the states. Uh So it wasn't just like, oh, those people from the United States of America who settled in Texas trying to gain independence from Mexico. It was, Mexico was in chaos and they were trying to go for that more local government. Sure. And it's not unlike the struggle that we have in our country, but to hear that there is more dimension to the story of the Alamo and, and why Texas became its own country you know, was it always in their minds that, okay, we're going to become part of the United States uh-huh. and you can make the argument. Yeah, sure it was, but it goes much deeper than that. It was, we want to govern locally and seeing that play out. Um, I don't know. It gives me more of a level head of the whole issue of, you know, the strong federal government. Sure. You know, we give, we give, national politics probably more entertainment value than than was originally intended to be right you know it's entertaining to watch but in effect politics is local yeah when i ran for when i was was i was out campaigning knocking on doors and everything kissing babies that kind of good stuff uh for mayor and i mean i still get it now but not as much but when I was knocking on doors, people were like, okay, well, I can maybe do it for you. You know, what do you think about this issue? And they'd ask me about, like, you know, gun control or abortion or, uh, you know, health care. And I'm like, okay, look, I will gladly tell anybody my positions on anything that they want to know um, about me. But I just want to make sure you understand 
I can't do anything about those things. Like, mm-hmm. you might want to know what kind of uh, a person I am in, in a way, or you may want to know what my stances are and things, but just so long as that's not the reason you're going to vote for me based on what I think about national issues, because the, the fights here at home, the things that affect you day to day don't happen on a national level typically. Some things do, um, but, you know, uh, let's see, I've been alive through one two, three, five presidents or something like that. I don't know. A few. And yeah, there are things that affect you day to day. And, uh, you know, I may be in a place of, um, you know, with privilege to be able to say that most things, while I'm aware of them and while I know they affect other people, don't affect me nearly as much as if my garbage got picked up today or if the street has a big pothole in it or something like that. So not to say that these national things aren't important. And for some people, they certainly impact you day to day, but the things that are on the local level are, are just crazy important. And why are why are we doing a podcast about national politics, Jason? We should be like narrowing down to some little town in Iowa and just like talking about it for a while. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> you know it. It is fascinating to see how different areas are taxed. Yeah, because uh, even here in Texas, most of the localities that we're in, the state plus the local tax is eight point two five percent. Yeah, which in Kentucky is six percent. Right, but. They don't have income tax yeah. here in, in Texas. So just little things like that. Like in Pennsylvania, when we were there, you know, we noticed that you didn't get taxed on clothing and a lot of different foods uh-huh. weren't taxed. But like in Texas, some of the foods are like if it's junk food, it's taxed. Yeah. The one consistent thing that I've seen, though, tea, not taxed. I wonder if that has to do with history. Huh. That's an interesting one. That'll make you think. I'm going to be in Boston in a few weeks, and I've been there a couple times the past couple of years and always try to see some historical sites. I don't know if I'll get to this year or not, and it also depends on the weather, depending on how cold it is, <laughs> whether or not I want to go out because, you know, everything's got everything's windy in Boston. But um, it just makes me think. Of, I've, I've never gone to the site of the, the Boston Tea Party. Oh, I think it's in the middle of the – oh, no. A lot of it's filled in. Yeah, it is. But they still have like a, a like a not a memorial. I don't want to say, but like a placard and you know some information. I mean, I've been to a lot of other places surrounding that time period in our history, but never been like to the the site um, <laughs> of where it all happened. But yeah, there's a ton of stuff that's filled in, which that's just this is not history at all. But it just it's a marvel to me. Like when I think about Boston or Manhattan or anything else, like oh. <laughs> In 300 years ago, none of this was here. That's not even the ground. That's crazy. Yeah, that's just totally crazy where you walk up and like, this tavern was where the boats would come up next to and blah, blah, blah. It's like, wait. Water's a mile away. (laughs) Yeah. And like they filled it in like 100 years ago. Yeah. And it's still standing. Most of it. Yeah. See, we're not that great. I mean, we are, but. Well, we specifically are. Yeah. 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 But like a century ago, it was amazing. We're we are an amazing people. That's true. Hey, and we Americans. <laughs> well, everybody, thanks so much for listening for three hundred episodes or however many you've been listening to. Or hopefully, this isn't your first one, or you're going to be really lost and think, "Why are we? Why do these guys have people listening to them?" Because we're so good looking. That's obviously why. Uh, but if so, we can talk about ourselves. That's right. If you haven't yet, and and I don't know what's wrong with you, I know there are people who have not because I see the numbers of how many people listen to us, and we have a fraction, a small fraction of those who have left us a review on iTunes. Go over to iTunes, 
even if you don't use it on a day-to-day basis or if you don't listen to us on on your iTunes service. If you have an iPhone, it's so easy. Just open up the app you're using right now if you're using the podcast app and just leave us a rating and review. That really helps. Uh, we'd really appreciate it. 300 episodes. I mean, you know, that's... You know how long the episodes have been, but then there's all sorts of research we do and work and uh, editing and you know building up social media, which we've fallen off of. But if you interact with us more, it'll be easier to get back onto. Anyway, there's just a ton <laughs> of stuff that we've, uh, you know, lots of hours we've put in. The least you can do, right? Thirty seconds. Head over and leave us yeah. a review. It does. It gives us a, uh, an energy boost that I don't know if you are. Um, about creating content at all but when it comes to creating content just knowing somebody is there on the other end listening and appreciating what you're doing it means so much i think that's okay enough of yeah yeah, (laughs) enough of talking about ourselves we will be back next week for the last episode maybe of harry truman